All right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, take this podcast out for a spin. And here's what I love that's happening right now. I'm trying to pull out of my parking space, and I am parked on the street. And this lady is trying to get my parking space. And she is literally standing, or her car is in front. I have to, I had to go around her, essentially into oncoming traffic, to give her the parking space. And I think that's why humanity deserves to die, really. I think that's, I think we've had our time. It's been a good run. It's been an awful run, let's be honest. Uh, And it's time for the cockroaches to inherit the earth. Give them a shot. See if they will be more polite when they're dealing with the parking. Let's give them a chance. So I've been struggling with depression lately. And by lately, I mean really it's been a running theme. It's been a let motif, if you will. Uh, and it's difficult when I fall in, when, when it gets bad, because I, I lose motivation. And that's what I hate about it more than anything, is I just don't have the motivation to, to do anything. It's, it's kind of like um, combining you know, the effects of marijuana with the emotional feeling of Les Mis. That's what it is. And it's just not a pleasant... That's not pleasant. And don't get me wrong. Les Mis is a terrific musical. Uh, It is a fantastic musical. I saw it once, and I'm good. Some musicals I can see over and over again. Les Mis, I, I see what you did there. That's my review of Les Mis. I totally see what you did there. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go watch Predator 2 again. And, you know, perhaps that's more of a reflection on me than it is on the culture. But, in this effort to deal with depression, I've always been able to go to writing as a method to help. And lately, not even the writing has been helping. And I've hit this wall where the, where the things that used to interest me, you know, writing... Uh, in general the things that used to interest me are not interesting me as much anymore I have not seen uh, Avengers Endgame in the theaters yet and I'm fine with it I have not seen Captain Marvel yet I you know I watched part of the first season of Star Trek Discovery I haven't watched the rest of it I watched the first episode of the second season I kind of did the same thing I did with my business and said, yeah, I see, I see what you did there. Nicely done. And then I moved on. So I don't quite feel like the nerd I used to be. That's, there are other things that are, that, that I'm encountering and things that I'm, I'm finding that I'm deriving more enjoyment from. And they're very, they're very weird things. I watched a squirrel outside my apartment eating an orange on a telephone pole. And I watched that for about five minutes and I was riveted. (laughs) Totally riveted with this thing. Uh, 
And I don't know why, but it just gave me a, it was a it was a pleasant experience watching it because I just thought, yeah, nature nature's gonna win somehow. Nature will persevere. I was somehow impressed with the fact that the squirrel was eating the orange just right out there in the open. I kept thinking to myself, I don't know, shouldn't you know, isn't there a predator somewhere that's looking at this? But this squirrel owns Studio City. That's this is the you know the squirrels of Studio City. They're the they're the ones running the place right now, as far as I can tell. I think that's where my rent is going. But that gave me joy. I've also I've also been getting more and more into just looking at art, uh, which makes me feel really pretentious saying that. But I, I don't know why. I just lately I've been fascinated by it. And I thought, oh, maybe maybe I need a project, just something to focus on to help me with the depression. And so the project was I, I'm gonna I want to start looking at different art from artists and then uh, complaining about it. That's really the finding some way to feel inferior. That's what that's how I'm combating the depression uh, with. Uh, Guilt and frustration, basically. And who better to start with than Jackson Pollock? So if you're not familiar with Jackson Pollock, Google Jackson Pollock. And I don't want to make this... I don't want to... I don't even want to... I don't want to read about what he was trying to do or get other people's opinion. I just want to look at the piece of art and and kind of go off of what I see. I have no training in this. I'm not an art history major. And I figure, well, I mean, with when it comes to art, it's just, it, what, what does it do to me? What does it do to me? And uh, I've got to be honest with you. When I'm looking at a Jackson Pollock painting, I've got to fight the impulse to say, it's lines and dots. It is lines and dots. All it is is lines and dots. And i got to tell myself, no, it's not. It's more than that. It is more than that. We've read, the, you, we've read the Wikipedia article. We've seen the Ed Harris movie. It's more than lines and dots. Calm down. Sit down. Relax. Finish your tea. It's fine. What I notice lately when I look at a Jackson Pollock painting is that I, it makes me more nervous. Now one could make the argument that anything I look at makes me more nervous because that is who I am. I could look at a Toyota Corolla and go, ah, 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 death. Um, But I I think in this case, it's, I know that if I look at a painting by Van Gogh, I don't feel that same tension. So looking at a Jackson Pollock painting makes me nervous. And I, I would equate it with the same kind of nervousness that I would feel if my mother reminds me that I should be worried about something. Ergo, Jackson Pollock is a genius because he has found the visual representation of what goes on inside the head of a Jewish mother. Now, I think what the art critics should be debating is whether or not he should have done this. Because that's a powerful tool. He has managed to take anxiety and solidify it on canvas. 
Should he be applauded? Should he have been thrown in jail? I will leave that. I'll let history decide that. I don't think I would... Uh, I wouldn't want to own a Jackson Pollock painting. I wouldn't want one in my house. Uh, and by house, I mean a 150-square-foot apartment. At this point, the Jackson Pollock painting would be one of the walls. But I think I would like to have the Jackson Pollock painting to... Sh- like, if I ever was in a situation where I wanted someone to leave, I would want to display the Jackson Pollock painting. And just... just that That would be... And, and hope that the unconsciously they would kind of get nervous and go, you know what, I, I need to be going. I need to, ooh, I need to check to make sure I've had my shots. I, uh, that would be a good use for the painting. I think the, the painting is useful. I did read, incidentally, that scientists have studied a Jackson Pollock painting and they found fractal geometry, which goes to show you how how much of a genius he was that he was able to paint fractals and i and, and my take on it is that that's great good I'm, I'm glad that he did that but could he have thrown in for the rest of us some simple geometry a square a parallelogram a simple bowl of fruit just something a little bit that, that I can sink my teeth into and not feel like I'm looking at the visual equivalent. I mean, fractal geometry, am I looking at the visual equivalent of the stock market collapse? I don't know. It's driving me crazy. So, that's my take on Jackson Pollock. There you go. Josh's take on Jackson Pollock. Boom. driving by a dead end. Uh, and I don't mean my own career. Or do I? It's a straight dead end. Why do... Uh, dead ends. Dead ends annoy me. You'd think we'd get to the point where we wouldn't... We could plan a little bit better. On the other hand, there is something unnerving about a community that is too planned. Driving through some of those suburban communities that are that are just plant, you know, they're just geometrically perfect. Like I would even go so far as to say that those communities, I actually, you know what? This is the, here's the paradox. I feel more comfortable in the communities that 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 lean more towards Jackson Pollock in terms of planning. If you look at it on a map, that those bring me more. That feels more organic and human versus the. The, the perfect communities that are reminiscent of, oh, I should know an artist, but I don't. Perfect geometry. So, that's that's an interesting discovery. We'll give you that one. I'll give you that one, Lieutenant. I don't know why I said Lieutenant. Here's what I love about that word. Lieutenant, it said Lieutenant. In America, America's, uh, the Americans say Lieutenant. The British say Lieutenant. I don't know where that got that F. There's no F in there. That's pretty impressive. I I like Lieutenant better than Lieutenant. I like the I like the way that it rolls off the tongue. Lieutenant. There's something. Ah yes, Lieutenant Perkins. I, I there's something about it. I like that better. 
it, it feels more like 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 everyone knows what they're doing. I feel like Lieutenant Perkins has a grasp on the situation. Lieutenant Bill, ugh. Who's in charge? Lieutenant Bill. Oh, uh, well. The war's over. We lost. Lieutenant versus Lieutenant. That's all there is to it. That is all there is to it. I'm currently in front of, it looks like a trash compactor. North America's largest junk removal service. 1-800-GOT-JUNK. On-time service, upfront rates. It's odd that they're advertising on-time service. I didn't know that there were junk removal companies that were notorious for being late. You said you were going to get here at 11. It's 1. Well, is there a problem? Well, yes. This You've thrown off my timetable. I mean, it was my day. My whole day was planned. It was going to be get rid of the junk, okay, commit a murder, and then have an early dinner. I'm sorry, did you say commit a murder? Yeah, I did. I did say it, which I can't do now because you're late. I'm serious about committing a murder. Yes, 100% serious, but I can't do it now. I cannot do it now because you were late. You know, a murder is not something you just do off the cuff. Then it's a crime of passion, and who wants that? No, no, no. It's got to be premeditated. I really, you know, I really don't think you should be telling me about the fact that you're going to murder. I feel like that could be used against you. Well, I, you know, I'm just so out of sorts because you're late that you're probably right. I mean, I had been I had been planning for this murder for a month. I mean, and I was looking. It was something I was looking forward to. It was going to be the highlight of my month. This murder, and you've just thrown it off. You've thrown it off by being late. Unbelievable. Well, don't just stand there. Pick up the junk. Um, one of the uh, items. It kind of looks like a body. I, am I paying you to assess my junk? Am I paying you to give a critique of my junk? I'm paying you to remove it. Please remove my junk. Please remove it late. I didn't ask for you to do it late, but here we are. Please remove it. That took a dark turn, didn't it? I don't know where that came from, but that took a dark, dark turn. Must be in a dark place. I am in a dark place. It's Monday. I hate doing this to myself, but there are some Mondays where I say to myself, this is going to be a bad day, and it turns into a bad day, and I know it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Maybe I can turn that around. This is going to be a great day. This is going to be a great day. Look in the mirror. This is going to be... Look at yourself. You're going to have a great day, Josh. It's going to be great. I have to use that voice. I can't use my own voice. Because it's just not believable. Hey, it's going to be a great day. It's going to... It's going to be a great day. That's what it's like when I'm in my own voice. I have to use... I have to use my motivational speaker voice. It's going to be a great day, man. You see that ammunition store? He's going to have a great day, too. He's going to sell a a ton of ammunition to people. And he's going to feel great about it. And you're going to feel great about what you're doing today. 
Like the sun is out. Isn't that great? The sun is out. There are clouds in the sky. Looks like it might rain, but it probably won't because it's the June gloom. But don't let the June gloom get you down. It regulates the temperature, and that's great. It's going to be a great day, man. It's really going to be a great day. It's been a great day for me. I just found out that because the junk collection service was late, I'm not going to get murdered today. Isn't that great? I'm sorry, you said that you you found out you were not getting murdered. Yeah, my ex called and said, I can't murder you today because of the junk collection agency. And I thought, what? Hey, things are really going my way. She, she let you know that, what makes you think my ex is a she? Uh, that's a good question. What the, that is rather, I, you know what? I'm so, I apologize for that. I should not have assumed that. Your ex could have been a he or a Z. I apologize for making that assumption. You should apologize for that. But you know what? Don't let it get you down. I accept your apology. Don't feel guilty about it because you're going to have a great day. We're, we are going to have a great day. I'm going to not get murdered today, probably. But even the, the fact that I'm probably not going to get murdered, that's a great day. Ooh. Sorry, we interrupt this because I saw a car driving by. It's called Ontario Refrigeration. And how exciting is that life? The guy who owns and operates Ontario Refrigeration. There's two possibilities. It could be totally non-exciting, which... I'm, the older I get, the more non-exciting things become appealing to me. And that's just, you know, Ontario refrigeration. What could go wrong in that situation? He fixed refrigerators. He fixes refrigerators. That's his thing. He's got a wife. He's got some kids. Avengers Endgame came, came out. They went to go see it. It was fun. The grandkids loved it. Next day, repairing refrigerators. Absolutely, man. I totally agree. What a great life. What a great life, man. Ontario Refrigeration. See, that's... Whenever you're down, think think about Ontario Refrigeration, man. Think about how great that is. This podcast took an odd turn, and I just don't know what to do about it other than release it and uh, see what happens. I mean, I'm seeing what else is on YouTube. It can't be any weirder. Can it?